Hey, SEF Student Ministries, Devin here bringing you our second week of our Look and See series. Uh, this will also be kind of our final week of this, um, as next week is our last official uh, Wednesday night meeting of the year. Uh, we're just going to be having a party and playing game, some games, that kind of stuff, so we won't have a message. So this is effectively our last uh, message of the current school year. Uh, we'll be back doing our podcast for the summer, but that won't be until... Uh, probably the first week of July is when that's going to be, uh, we're going to release those, right? So the first week of July um, is when our uh, devotions is starting for the summer, and that's when we're going to be releasing that. So stay tuned for that. We'll be off for a few weeks until then, um, but I'll be joined by Jacob and Barrett for those ones. Uh, so this week, uh, I'm going to start off with a question that you can think about yourself. What is your favorite adventure book or movie? Uh, for me, that is definitely Indiana Jones. I love that series. Uh, those I grew up watching those movies, which maybe as a kid wasn't the best thing to watch, but I loved watching them. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is still one of my favorite all it's up there, top five all-time movies for me um, that I've ever had. Uh, I've always liked adventure movies. They're all good. I love Marvel movies. I love Star Wars. Um, all awesome movies. Um, I inspires me to have adventure in my life, I guess, too. I've had a couple. Um, I think I've told a few people about this in youth group. Um, told uh, about a time when I went hiking with some friends. Um, and we were going to go hike uh, Middle Sister out in Central Oregon uh, early in the morning. So I, not wanting to have to drive a couple hours really, really early at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning... I went over and camped by myself. Uh, this is while I was in college. Camped at a hiker's campground in Sisters. Uh, it was like eight bucks for a night. So I went in over, drove over. Uh, something happened to my car as I was driving. Um, I was out in the middle of nowhere with no cell service, so I kind of just had to tough it out. And I drove very slowly and got my car into Sisters. Um, but it died, effectively died there when I got there. So... Next morning, uh, got up, did the whole hike, um, took most of the day. It was, uh, I think it took us a total of like 12 hours or so, uh, to hike all the way up and hike all the way back down, realized my car was toast and couldn't drive it. So I was stuck, uh, ended up staying with one of the guy's family who was staying in central Oregon. They were there on a family trip and I sort of crashed their party, uh, Stayed with them. I had never met him before this hike. Um, his name was Steven, and we stayed there. Uh, stayed there with them for a couple days until I was able to hitch a ride with one of his friends uh, back to the valley. Um, and then eventually came back later and got my tar car uh, towed back. Uh, so that was an adventure for me, right? Uh, adventures are fun, but I think one of the reasons adventure stories stick with us is because of how much we... Um, and the characters in the stories, if it's a movie or something, learn along the way, right? There's a lot of growth in those stories. Um, our love of adventure is tied to our, our curiosity. We want to know what's out there, what's still left to discover in life, right? This is true for the world we live in and the imaginary worlds we can explore through stories, but it's also true when it comes to our faith. Uh, when it comes to God, there are a lot of things still left for us to discover, this is exciting, but like most adventures, it can be scary to do this, right? You might have questions about God, Jesus, or how your faith impacts your life. 
You might wonder if and how God could have created the universe. I mean, that's a big one. Uh, Maybe why an all-powerful God would care about you and me specifically, right? Individual people. Maybe you're wondering who Jesus really was or what we're supposed to think about or do with the Bible. Some of you may have friends who have questions and they come to you for answers because they know you're a Christian. And just like um, our favorite adventure stories, there are some unknowns involved with following Jesus. But if you're ready... I hope you'll engage your curiosity, look and see what you discover. So some people might tell you having faith means you don't ask hard questions about God because all you need to do is trust, right? But I'm not one of those people, okay? Questions aren't off limits. And after all, if Jesus can't handle our questions, is he really someone we can trust? So let's talk about our questions, right? Especially the hard ones. I mean, I want you to make a list where you're at. What are some of the questions that you have about God, um, some hard questions about what they might be, right? And write those down. I mean, if you look at these, they're, these are tough questions, right? They're, they're ones you haven't found out answers for. Maybe you've asked people and they haven't been able to give you a good answer either, right? I'm sure what you have are great questions. I know I still struggle with answering some of these big common ones myself, right? So I hope seeing these right in front of you, if you've written them out, I hope this helps you see you really can believe in God and still have questions. That's because there's still so much more to know and discover. But I don't want to only talk about these questions for your benefit. After all, if you're not sure how to answer some of these questions, there's a good chance people you know and love are wondering how to answer them as well. As a follower of Jesus, you may feel like you need to have all the answers in order to talk to your friends about God, but you don't. God doesn't expect you to have all of the answers, but God is calling you to help others find the answers you've already found. I mean, some of these questions are pretty heavy, right, that we ask, but our journey to discover answers to these questions can actually be fun. Uh, There's a video on YouTube that you can look up. It's one man's hilarious quest to learn new things. Um, His name is Mike, and he basically, it's him videotaping himself of different things that he's learning and the process of what it becomes. And at one point he says, as soon as you experience a tiny bit of positive improvement, you're addicted to to that thing, right? And I wonder what it is about learning something new that's both fun and a little bit scary at the same time. And I don't know about you, but I'm thinking about some of the things I've learned how to do. There were definitely challenges along the way, but the learning process was a pretty fun adventure still, right? When it comes to adventure, Jesus and his followers the disciples lived out one of the greatest real-life adventure stories ever, from miracles to walking on water to seeing raging storms completely calmed. Following Jesus must have been one of the best adventures you can imagine. But this whole adventure began with one simple invitation from Jesus. He simply said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. So we're going to turn to Matthew chapter 4, uh, verses 18 through 22. All right, so verse 18, it says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father Zebedee preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. So this wasn't Jesus' first encounter with these guys. Other books in the New Testament talk about how about the times that they had met before this. 
Plus, these guys knew about Jesus. They would have known of Jesus as a local religious teacher, a rabbi in Jewish culture. Even before he called his first disciples, Jesus was known for teaching people about the things of God. And it was common for a teacher or rabbi in this text to have a group of people who followed and learned from them, sort of like a mentor. What was uncommon was Jesus' choice of followers. They weren't scholars in religion or students of scripture. They were young. They were ordinary. They were just fishermen. But when these fishermen looked at Jesus, they saw something not everyone saw. They saw that Jesus was special, so they made the choice to follow him. They heard him, they believed him, and they wanted to continue learning from him. The disciples' time spent following Jesus was like an internship, only way more intense. They traveled together, they experienced difficult times together, ate meals together, they witnessed miraculous events together, and discovered things about God together. But the disciples weren't just following Jesus for their own benefit. Jesus expected them to take what they learned and share it with others. This wasn't just a new hobby. It was a dramatic lifestyle change for them. After Jesus died and rose from the dead, he challenged his followers to continue on their great adventure after he left earth, to teach others like he had taught them, to make more disciples like he had done for them, and share his message of salvation in their communities, in their country, and throughout the world. Just like the disciples, when our eyes are open to the truth of Jesus, we're invited to learn from him and then share what we learn with others. And the book of Psalms is full of honest poems and songs about figuring out life and following God. Uh, this song, written by someone who knew God but lived before Jesus did, shows how important it was to think deeply about the greatness of God. So we'll be in Psalm chapter 111. Um, 111 verse 1 through 4. It says, I will extol the Lord with all my heart in the counsel of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. Glorious and majestic are his deeds, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. Although the psalmist never knew about Jesus, we do. And Jesus makes this song even more impactful and powerful knowing his life. When we begin to learn from Jesus, we discover just how great God is. Learning from Jesus makes us think about, ponder, wonder about, and remember just how amazing God is, right? The Bible is full of descriptions and depictions of God's greatness. So let's talk about it. What is so great about God? Just like we wrote those questions down, go ahead and write some of the things about God that make him so great. God is so great, so big, so amazing. It's shocking that Jesus showed us how much God cares about the details of our lives. Yes, Jesus wants us to ask our big questions about God and the world, but this might be the most important thing, most important thing we could possibly learn, that we're loved by a gracious, compassionate, and incredible God. Beyond that, it's okay that you don't know all the answers, God is kindly, patiently, and lovingly inviting you to ask questions because as we follow Jesus, our teacher, Jesus teaches us new things. I mean, we all have these things in our life that come up where um, we can learn something about God. We have teachable moments in our life that um, we can learn from, right? It might be about God's love or kindness or patience or justice, Um 
but we learn to see the world in a new way when these things are shown to us or taught to us. I mean, sure, there are a lot of facts we can learn about God, but Jesus teaches us so much more than just facts, teaches us what it, what God is like. If you've ever felt like you know most of what there is to know about your faith, I want to challenge you to continue asking, what more could I know? And it's not just about gaining more knowledge about God, although that comes with time. It's about learning who God is, and that adventure is never-ending. So we need a plan. Anyone that sets out on a grand adventure can't just go without some sort of plan. So how do we learn more about God, who, who God is, how do we search for answers to our questions, and how do we share what we learn with others? If you want to continue learning more about the God who created you, there are six questions I want to challenge you to answer, right? Okay, so first is what? What do you want to learn? Is there a big question, maybe one of the questions you wrote down earlier, you want to explore? Is there a book of the Bible that seems interesting to you? Is there a topic you want to better understand? Number two is how. How are you going to keep learning and growing? What action steps do you need to take right now? How you how will you spend time with God? I mean, maybe you enjoy journaling or drawing. Maybe it's music. Maybe after you read scripture, you create, draw, write, or play something. Do you love nature? Take a walk or go for a run and talk to God about what you're learning while out in the in the fresh air. Uh, third question is when. When is a good time for you to set aside time to spend with God? The morning is a great time uh, to start your day. You can start your day on the right track. That's why I like the mornings. Uh, but maybe you aren't a morning person and you can prefer spending time with God at night. That's perfectly fine as well. Uh, fourth question is when, where. Uh, having a specific location in mind could help you be more consistent in your habits to spend time with God. So where do you plan to go, read, learn, or pray? Fifth question is why. Why are you doing this? Look back at your what. You may have defined a goal about what you want to learn, but why does that particular goal matter to you? And why is that the thing you want to learn? Lastly, who. Who else can you learn with? Who can you share with what you're learning with? Is there someone you love who doesn't yet know Jesus and could benefit from hearing what you're learning? Whatever it is you want to learn, don't give up. We can all get distracted from time to time, but that's okay. Don't get frustrated or think the plan failed if you miss a day or a month. Just start again. This week, I hope you choose to look, see, and learn from the greatest teacher we have because Jesus Jesus teaches us new things and there's so much more to learn. I hope you guys take this to heart. Um, we have a long summer ahead of us where we can learn these new things, where we can learn to spend time with God one-on-one, uh, -on -one. Jesus is ready to teach us new things. I'm hoping that this is a summer of learning for us, a summer of growth. I'm praying for all of you. Uh, I hope that you'll do the devotions that we're going to have this summer. Uh, most of all, I hope that you have a fun summer. See you next time.